0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Stuttering Springboard. My name is Jack Nolan, and and, and, and today, Ryan Nolan interviews his nephew and, and, and my cousin, Kevin C. Nolan. Kevin is a 2013 graduate of... Penn State University he's a, 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 a father of, of two beautiful children he's an endurance athlete a field a, a field manager at nolan painting and he's also a person who who stutters this podcast goes deep into Kevin's college life and his a transformation from a person who spent his college life hiding his, his stutter th- through of, 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 of avoidance to a person who has who come to terms with where his stuttering is in his life. His 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 message is: Do not let st- st- stuttering be the thing that 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 dictates every. D- a decision. Focus on what you are good at. Take a listen to this authentic, emotional, and, and sometimes funny interview between Brian and Kevin.
1: Welcome to the Stuttering Springboard. My name is Brian Nolan. I'm the founder of the Nolan Stuttering Foundation, and this is the Stuttering Springboard podcast. Uh, we this podcast to help young people who stutter uh, spring to the next level in life that often seems like uh, an impossible feat. We also want to educate the population on what it means to be a person who stutters. And uh, I love to interview uh, career people who have had a journey they want to share. I love to interview students, parents. Uh, but today, uh, I, am, I have the privilege of interviewing one of my favorite people. Kev, I think I told you this before. I, I don't know if you know that, but your, your smile lights up the room. I want to introduce my nephew, Kevin C. Nolan, who's a graduate of Penn State University. He's my nephew. He's a father of two. He's a field manager at Nolan Painting, future VP of operations, I understand, in training. He's a runner and a triathlete, he's got a big uh, half Ironman coming out this week. Hey, Kev, welcome to the Stuttering Springboard.
2: Thanks, Brian. I was not nervous until until about eight seconds ago. And it said, this meeting is being recorded.
1: <laughs> well, I, I said I have to hurry up and hit the record button because we were having this conversation uh, about um, an artist by the name of Paul Carpenter, yep. who apparently makes a lot of t-shirts um, Kevin wears. And he said, I wear them... Um, because it's a conversation starter. I said, oh, because you're so outgoing. And what did you say?
2: I'm not outgoing. <laughs> not, not by nature. nature, at least.
1: Not by nature, but you look like you are.
2: I, I guess I can fake it. I could fake it. I've been faking it for 32 years. so
1: Really well. I'll keep faking it. <laughs> well, we're going to peel, peel this back because uh, I think there's some more behind that, that uh, situation. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start with sort of the, where we are now. Then I'm gonna go back in time, and then I'm gonna go to the future. Okay, sounds good. Um, so just just go back in recent times. Back in May, uh, we we held a workshop uh, for kids who stutter. Um, we're talking about teenagers in college and maybe just out of college, and we had adults speak about experiences because stories shed a light make people feel like they're not alone. Um, you said to me at the end of the day, it was a text, you go, wow, it was an emotional day. What made it emotional, Kev?
2: Well, <clears throat> uh, I guess, so I'll just backtrack to that morning. Um, and the biggest thing, so, you know, I've gotten to a, in my eyes, a healthy Point in my life in terms of how I feel about a per- I am as a person who stutters um so I'm more I and I, I love being around people who stutter because I I want them to see me but I also have I also have achieved a level of fluency that I I I don't want them to like I want them to see that it can be okay, but at the same time, that's not how stuttering works. I'm fully aware of that. Um, so I want to go to this event and I tell my wife, I'm looking forward to this event, but it's six hours. So on I, a Saturday in May. Six hours. So I'm just and I'm looking at the agenda and I'm looking at the six hours, and I'm trying to correlate how how we can fill this all in six hours. And I'm getting I'm getting chills thinking about it now afterwards, I just understood that it was giving them, giving everybody time to talk. And that's, that's what you purposely did that. You know, and because for people in that room, they never get that time. Um, And you, you made the event long enough that you gave them every single person People who I know do not talk in in social settings. I know it. You, they talked because they had the time to talk. You, no, 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 sec, no session was rushed. No, nobody at no point. You never shied away from asking somebody who was going to struggle with what they were going to say, and you, and they, anytime they had a secondary thought. They would. They had all the time in the world to continue on with that with that secondary thought. Um, so I thought that was that's that was my that's was my biggest takeaway. It was just like it gave everybody time to talk that never gets it, never gets the ears. Never they always feel shut up. They always feel like they. It, this is gonna take me too long to say, so I'm not gonna say it. And your your event was curated was was uh, curated to let these people to let my fellow stutterers talk. Wow. Um, so that was my main takeaway of it well, all. You,
1: you just made the you just made my whole whole year worthwhile, Kev. Uh, it's uh, you know it's it's taken me a long time to listen to people stutter. Yeah, because uh, it's hard being a person who stutters. It is. And to actually uh, be comfortable not losing eye contact while a person takes whatever time that they need without feeling like they're being rushed. A lot of the rush is self-imposed on We And so then we just stop and people look away and they don't really know how to respond to us. And Joe Donahue always says, people react to your stutter the way you react to your stutter. It's one of my favorite lines.
2: Yep, I've heard it. I've heard it many times. I
1: mean, did you see Jack last weekend at my daughter's wedding?
2: No, I did not. I was Oh, not I'm
1: sorry, kids. you didn't see that video. I got right, you right oh, No, 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 I did not see the video. Okay. I, I I I forgot, but he he read out loud, he read a reading.
2: And, and it's a special that
1: dude, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And he he had courage to get up there and everybody rooted for him. I, I that
2: was a proud moment. Because hey, his goal was not his goal was not to fluently right. Write. His goal was to to do what other people can do, and that is to be to, there, be yeah. there, speak. Yeah, I
1: was uh, I, I was as proud as I, I could possibly be. But you know, you said something uh, at the start of your session because we asked you to to share um, a first day experience and how difficult it was, and a first day at anything new is typically difficult for someone who stutters because right. they don't want to be found out right uh so they're trying not to and then they're, they're nervous what What are people going to think of them but you said something so you feel like an imposter i think that's what you said can imposter, you, syndrome. imposter I, syndrome can you tell us what you meant by that
2: i haven't well just generally especially in a room in a room of um people who you know what, what people who don't stutter don't know is that the severity of how you stutter how, of how people stutter is vastly different from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. Um, and I, I I am a person who stutters and I have the scars to show it. I I've, I've felt all the pain I've I've struggled, I've been I've, I've been in the depths of it. Um, but I've come to a good place and with who I am as a person. And I do believe my speech has followed now, whether it's my, me even hearing myself stutter or my fluency actually has improved, which it fluctuates, um, as most people who stutter will say, um, I struggle to be in a room where somebody, I feel like. I I forget the young, young guy's name. He told the basketball story, um, which was just hard. Yeah. And him looking at me and be like, you don't, you don't stutter. Right. And I struggle with that. Um, Yeah. So that's, so that's what I meant by that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, so I, I totally get that. And, and uh, there's a couple of thoughts there. First of all, um how how severe you stutter doesn't necessarily um have a direct correlation to how you feel about it. Like uh if I get caught on one word, I'm like, ah, yeah. And I feel I feel shame. You yeah. oh, know, I've spent a lifetime that's feeling shame. Um and uh other people have a severe stutter, and but it's really about how they feel and at the end end of the day uh it's uh, um what we exist so that um not to fix anybody but to make someone become the best version of them not let their stutter stop them from being what they want to be and amongst that is being being happy yeah um but i i've known you a long time and uh obviously um (laughs) i want to i'm going to go back now uh a little further now you told the story a couple times but it is. It is a worthwhile story on this podcast because there's a high school senior right now who is thinking about going to college next year. And they're like, How am I going to do that? Uh, when I have a hard time saying my name sometimes. Yep. And so can you go back to your first experience? I think it's when you're visiting college, not yep. in college. And, yep. and just talk about that day and, and maybe takeaways from that
2: day. Of course. Um, and like the the, the actual nuts and bolts of the story for anybody who stunners is it's not that it's a, it's almost a daily occurrence, the nuts and bolts of the story. Um, my reaction to it lasted four years. <clears throat> um, so that's, that's why the story met, uh, carries weight in my, in my world and in my journey, um, so visiting my sister at Penn State, massive school. Um came from a came from a world where I had I was confident and I liked who I was. Football uh, player, right? Yep. i I I did my senior project, uh which was our big project of the year on stuttering. Um did you? Yeah, I I I just I didn't hide from it. Um as much as I didn't talk about it, I didn't hide from it. It just I was me um, entering into a new world. Forty thousand people at Penn State go to visit my my, my sister who uh, who is a sophomore, um, and just a regular. I mean, we were at a, a an apartment uh, party, and <clears throat> I was having fun. Two girls two pretty girls i was talking to, to, to two pretty girls and they asked me what my name was and it was just like the music stopped in the room couldn't say my name um they laughed at me um i i don't i don't remember i think they thought i was pretty um intoxicated uh huh. which was the result of me not being able to say my name um and truth i mean i was i mean that was just as i was me i was uh I was stuttering. I was not intoxicated. Um, and so I, ha- I had an absolute freak out about it. Um, that weekend, I had a freak out about it. Um, the, and that that panic, that anxiety ca- ca- uh, carried over for four years, um, starting with my first CAST 100 class, which was a speech class. I took it my my freshman year, and I told the professor, I basically emailed the professor saying I can't do, uh, uh, I don't, I shouldn't have to do this class, right? I can't, I can't handle it. Um, and I met him in his office, and that was not the end result. I did, I did the class. I I made the speeches. Um, but it proceeded to, it, it manifested into me hiding from classroom settings for four years, hiding from, I wouldn't say hiding from social settings but definitely hiding from classroom settings i was just that that deer in the headlights i can't stutter in front of people especially strangers because they don't know me and i won't have time to make this up um so i started mainly i started working really really hard to only take online classes i would i worked i worked Way harder to find the class than actually mm. the class. Um, only take night classes with like working adults. Um, basically, I did everything in my power to not have to stand back up again in a room. Mm. <clears throat> and obviously, the initial moment was um, at a social law setting, but it just grew into this whole classroom fear all over again that it, that happens when you're younger, and I just avoided and avoided and avoided every classroom situation I could. Um, ended up graduating and not even thinking twice about what I just did the past four years in terms of uh, not even not even thinking about if I learned anything. Wow! Just when,
1: that, when did you reflect on this the first time with with, with such clarity?
2: Would it be cheating to say I knew I was doing it the whole time? And, and no,
1: that? no, you just developed uh, almost like an immune system to it. it, it every day became uh, a, a a search for how to not be discovered. Yes. Did you reach out to anybody during that time?
2: Yeah, I'm, I remember taking one speech class in at Penn State. Um, I don't know how that came about, so I can't really speak to that. Uh, but I do remember it um and then no nothing so w-
1: was w- was it lonely I mean it must have been lonely I
2: I had a really I had friends I had a really good group of friends who I'm still friends with today pretty close going up to one of their houses next weekend so I was not oh you know what that's a lie I was lonely no that was a lie I uh, thinking back on to it i just remember thinking well i remember they were they were all out there working they were like going to class and stuff and i was i was like what am i doing this isn't and i remember not feeling great about myself at all um mm. and not feeling great about any direction i was going in mm. so um so yeah definitely lonely good so, friends still lonely
1: <laughs> well so what do you tell the the? college student who who's there now thinking about going through what do you tell them to uh i'll call it a, a pattern in, interrupt and 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 would that even work because you were so stuck you were you were in your way of thinking
2: yeah it's a great question and you know when i when i was speaking to joe when joe asked me that same question and, and he and he actually mentioned he said what would you do differently in that current situation um and I said nothing. And then he kind of like shook it out of me. He's like, what do you mean? What would you do? Like you would do nothing. Uh, You would play that whole game back over again. Um, And ultimately um, just like these moments are scary moments. They're going to be scary. They're going to, they're going to be scary for the 18 year old. They're going to, they're, they're scary for, for, for Brian Nolan who speaks in front of 250 people. Um, it's, it's how you, I may go on a tangent here, but it's how how you hear yourself. So I, I was, I I was interviewing somebody today, um, to, to join my team at work and the feedback on the zoom was outrageous. I could hear everything I was saying, and I go into these interviews with high energy and I have fun with them and i'm and then with this interview i'm hearing my feedback and i'm hearing me stutter i don't hear myself stutter and so like it's how you hear yourself it's how it's how you've built up this this confidence in yourself in your brain and your in who you are as a person and maybe you maybe an 18 year old is not ready to have that but they'll get that um Maybe it's just not fair, and, and, all, and they just need more time to figure out who they are. Um, maybe they've already figured it out. Um, mm-hmm. It took me. It took me longer than, than that to figure it out. I think. Um, I think I've gotten to a healthy point, part of it. But
1: so now every week you've got to speak in front of people, so there's no hiding.
2: There's no hiding. I. I. When I just don't overanalyze when I stutter hmm that's um, good and that's when it that's that's a and that's a personal that's a personal thing I don't I'm not I don't think everybody who stutters needs to get to not to think about when they stutter maybe they maybe it's good for them to think about when they stuttered and look at it like look at it that way but it, no. for me personally it works
1: yeah so, Kev I mean I'm, I'm uh I mean you're you're ahead of me there because I uh I, I overthink about stuttering. I mean, I you know, I it it, it no longer generally affects my work, right? I, I, it doesn't actually. I've I, I said often maybe it's helped me to become a yeah. empathetic and a listener and all those things. But I still, if I do have a word that's going to be tough to say, I've I still overanalyze it. Actually, you know, you start to learn a little bit of breathing techniques. You yeah. learn. That it's about well you said something i thought that was really profound when we started the wolf pack which was the first rendition of the stuttering springboard uh you said i focus on the content yeah. i focus on on really what i want to say like, i got something important to say and i find that that is so helpful
2: it is it is if you if you're if you actually if you're knowledgeable and like yeah if you're knowledgeable about what you're saying and it's something you want to be saying <clears throat> you're going to say like it's good it's I'm going to say it yeah and stutter be damned uh, it's just
1: that'll be damned
2: and it, and it hasn't always been like that Brian oh
1: I get it <laughs> I get it you know I mean I, I want to go to like a, a really really important conversation that you and I had uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was um 2013 <laughs> yeah and uh, you just graduated. Do you remember that? I, I, I remember. I remember it vividly.
2: So I don't remember it vividly. I do remember it, but I don't remember it vividly.
1: Okay, it was so in I my love, office. I love it if
2: you would recap it.
1: It was in my office, and in 2013, I was just uh, so I just turned I just turned fifty, and I was finally starting to honor what I'll call the the pebble or the rock. In my shoe saying you need to start to spend some time on on this uh, disorder you need to spend some time running back towards your stutter and that's really that's like one of the purposes in your life and you are graduated and I wonder like what's what's Kevin going to do um and uh so we met and I was so I set up a meeting with you to talk about career because you went back, you went to Nolan Painting. I, I don't know whether you became a crew leader right away or a painter, do you remember?
2: Job leader, which is just a basically run one or two painters in yeah. the job.
1: Yeah, and um, that's when you and I had just a very transparent conversation about experiences and you, you were... You were a little shocked that I had, had the same loneliness and the same shame and the I same sure experience was. that you, you
2: had. I sure was. It's the uh, I I I've known you for a long time. Uh, I've known you my whole life. You have not known me your whole life, um, <laughs> and, and I did not. I did not know that you were a person who stuttered. Oh, because I was.
1: I'm, I'm what you call a covert stutterer. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well,
1: I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I could
2: be called that as well.
1: Yeah, it's like you just, you know. If if I you know if, if I don't talk I won't study. What's that saying? You know, don't don't open your mouth and people won't know how <laughs> how dumb you are, something like that. Anyway, I'm I, in these situations I, a lot.
2: I'm, like, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm pretty dumb.
1: <laughs> and so I I I am outgoing and I wasn't outgoing. I pretended not to be. I think you've mm-hmm. heard me say that yep. on podcast. But you. So what did you study in in college?
2: Uh, criminal justice.
1: Okay. So how how'd that go for you? <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, back to what I was saying before, Brian, I studied criminal justice because I I didn't, I did a good, a good deal of research on what would get me through incognito. Wow. I did. I did a lot of research and you know, the honest <clears throat> truth is that I knew a lot of athletes majored in, in criminal justice and figured it had to be easier. Wow. So, so there's my, there's my truth there. But no, I mean, I, I mean, I don't feel I. I look back on it as a. I, I don't. I don't look back on it and say uh, a shame on eighteen year old Kevin. Um, good for you. I look back on it and saying, "Wow, uh, Kevin had a lot to learn there."
1: So, so this. Th- so once you began um, speaking weekly, running a team, running a job, having to give customers updates, once you couldn't uh, take online work, um, you you, you began to break through this hiding. Mm -hmm. Do you remember some of the, the early victories of, I just did that. I, I just avoided avoidance. I didn't avoid.
2: Um, Do I remember some of the early victories? I mean, I do. Uh, I, I remember some of the more recent victories, Um, but because every time I speak, I, I, I get, I get the energy. I get the, get the pulses. Like that was fun. And I, isn't that cool? And I avoided that for a long time.
1: (laughs) And now when you speak, you get like charged about it. Did did you ever think you would get to this point?
2: Absolutely not.
1: So So this is, this is one of the messages for people listening. uh, Younger people is you think there's no hope you mm -hmm. think. um, And the only, the only thing that will promulgate that will keep that going is um, your avoidance of life correct and you're looking on the sideline on the sideline looking in you know get in the game and stutter through it stutter better it's one of the greatest things that i've learned I, i've come in a decade i've come a long way yeah because i i used to always say to people no 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 you can be fluent you just you can yep. do visualize
2: it yep
1: now it's just all about you can that was you
2: and that was a decade ago that was 10 that was, uh, when i met you that was a decade ago that's a decade ago. Hmm. Isn't that nuts
1: how far we've all come in a decade?
2: And and we never, we never got to the, 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 the thing that I said, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I believe it was something along the lines of, I, I couldn't see my, I can't see myself doing anything else. Something, it was something like that, right?
1: Yep. It was, I, I knew, you know, you had this uh, family business, which has been good to a lot of people. And. Uh, you, I know you had shut the door on possibilities, and yes. I, I remember being pretty upset about that.
2: Shut personally. the door, yeah. I never, yeah. Opened, I, I never even opened the door. I, I, I would crack it open, fear, fear would shut it close, close many, many times. So.
1: And then, and then you just shined, and you know, one of the things for people who don't know Kevin is he brings amazing culture to to Nolan painting. I mean, amazing culture. You and Colin did uh, a talk on on this at the recent Grand Summit. And I, by the way, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on just your just oh. your o- authentic uh, approach to leading people uh, and how oh. safe it is to be on Kevin's team. yeah. and uh, so you should you should know the impact that you had there.
2: oh, that's cool, didn't know Yeah.
1: That. Kevin got up in front of uh, there was at least a hundred people, maybe one fifty in that room.
2: Yeah, and I, and I remember my I remember because because in that particular case, Colin had a long uh, had had most of the beginning of that speech and I only had a couple. And then towards the end, I had more input and a couple of the chirps I had in the beginning, uh, I stuttered on um, and thinking, I got to make this up. I got to make this up. Um, and then and then when it was done, I. The stuttering never it, it had like I mean I'm th- I'm talking about it now so I'm aware that it happened, um, but it, I don't identify any part of that speech with me stuttering. That's I tremendous. identify it with like having fun up there because it was cool.
1: <laughs> Look at you. So you you tell me you're not outgoing. I just don't believe you.
2: <laughs> I, just, I, I mean maybe I'm. Le- I, it's less. It's not that I'm not outgoing. It's just that I I don't enjoy small talk. So so and 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 so if, if we're not going to talk about anything that i'm interested in maybe i'm unfriendly that's probably more like what it is oh,
1: dude there is no <laughs> one more friendly than you that is you crack me up so. um I, so so you are running you uh for those who don't know kevin he's he a iron man uh a triathlete um he's a multiple marathoner with I think the fastest marathon in the family.
2: Oh yeah, not even close. Not bro.
1: even close. Oh no, uh, wait, no. Are
2: you kidding me, Veronica?
1: Oh, Veronica, excuse me, my niece Veronica a had a two forty three, right? She would uh, laugh
2: if she listened to this, uh, Veronica. I'm sorry,
1: Veronica will because I'm I'm going to send this to her. <laughs> uh, um, Veronica was uh, at the Olympic trials uh, in 2020. Uh, a week before the world shut down Correct. in Atlanta, we were there. Yep. Were you there? Did you go to I that? Sure was.
2: It was a blast.
1: It was so great.
2: It made me. I think I told my wife I was going to run. In, I was going to be there in twenty
1: twenty four. Unbelievable.
2: Uh, I, I, then we had two kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I changed a little bit, didn't it? Sure did. What, so what's your fastest time? Two fifty nine. Two fifty nine sub. So a sub three hour marathon. People, that is that is uh, not done by a lot. My fastest is 326. Uh, uh, that's I think I'm probably your age, maybe a few years older than that's that. shabby. But it was okay. Um, but this weekend, you got a half Ironman, and a, that's a lot. That's a 1.2-mile swim, 56-mile bike, half marathon, back-to-back. Back. What's your goal time?
2: Um, in this particular course, probably around 515.
1: Yeah, this is a hardcore, something like a 3800. Elevation gain on the bike over over fifty six miles. Um, and how how has your ability because you you have more of an ability than, than most people from from an endurance standpoint. How has that affected your confidence in, in your life as a person who stutters?
2: Well, it's uh, it's actually just gigantic. Oh, ah. um, I remember. Right after college strange time in my life you know what I think it's a strange time in everybody's life so yeah uh, I'll give myself a, l- a little more credit there um but I was 22 23 24 um and had not I uh, wasn't running in college actually never ran um didn't, did no running in high school. Uh, I, I played sports but um and with Nolan painting we would get uh, these free bibs for these local five Um And I started doing them more and more um, and each time I would get beat by somebody and I would think that I don't think that person should beat me. And then, so I started getting better and better. Um, eventually started to win uh, top three, win these races. Um, and I just like, it just gave me this, like being good at it, being being fast, made me feel so stinking good isn't and, that cool and it just carried over into every part of my life and my stutter my speech there is a it was secondary or third there's a it, there. it there's didn't a matter yeah it just came with it my i i i felt better i and then like i'm a, i'm a little cocky so i would bring that i would i would i'd bring that to work and i would tell everybody i'm faster than them and they're and they're all painters so they're like we don't care <laughs> <laughs> um, um and i'm like well i still am and you know i just start ca- and then i started carrying around a little more uh confidence that you know i i definitely lost in college definitely lost um and with running with success in running with just being feeling like i was good at something uh that it just like it was a wagon and i just grabbed on and everything else came with it so so
1: i mean that the, the I mean, that's, yeah. A lesson is don't don't make don't make stuttering the thing yeah exactly in Your life you know there's there's this whole study uh, about people who stutter how many times a minute they think about their stutter mm-hmm. and listeners wouldn't believe how many times I mean, yeah it's literally um every waking moment as uh, christopher Anderson said in his yep. book and it's it's a lens that just overshadows every decision you
2: make if you if if you were a person who did not stutter and you found that number out it would freak you out
1: it'd blow you away yeah isn't that wild you're like
2: what do you have any other room in there to think about anything else right but it turns out we're really smart people right (laughs) (laughs) we can
1: hold a lot up there and and we're fast too guys oh man so now I'm I'm going to go forward and mm-hmm. uh, just talk about um, how you're feeling about your kids and have you thought about, I'm sure you've thought about it, but what, what if one of your two children stutter, mm-hmm. how you'll coach them differently? This is important for parents listening.
2: Yeah. How will I coach them differently than you coach yourself in college? Coach, yeah. Um, It's just such a vulnerable, raw, yeah, and you know, it's just a raw, raw emotion that, and like, I'm not, Brian, I'm not a, I, like, I'm not a person who, like, if tomorrow morning my son woke up and he started to stutter, I would not think, I would not start thinking that the world was ending. That's not how my brain works. I'd be like oh this is a new thing that we have to deal with mm-hmm. um but would i have deep emotions about it sadness mm-hmm. pain yes um would uh my daughter as well um if yeah i don't know brian it's yeah
1: i know it's a tough question to add mm-hmm. to and i i uh I mean, I I ask this of any parent I talk to who stutters because, uh, you know, if I go back in time, I often reflect how I would do it with my two boys who stutter. And um, I don't have the magic answer other than I would make sure that I help make them them. Mm -hmm. I'd make sure it did not become the focal point of everything. It just
2: uh, was a piece of. It was a little, a little chip in a bag full that's of right. chips. Yeah, so, yeah. That's you know what I mean. I, so, I mean Brian, I would call you. That's like that's what well, we, <laughs> we would talk about
1: it. We, we would yeah. come around to it. it. It would be a lot of a lot of reflection of what I didn't do right, mm-hmm. um, and maybe it's what I'm trying to make up for now. Um, so we'll we'll cross that bridge if we need to. Yeah, of course. Um, but I, I know other parents are listening and wondering um, how they should respond to to their kids. Well, I mean, what you
2: said is it's the, I think it's the only answer. It is, it's just a part of a, it's a part of the sum of a whole, it's just a, a piece of them. And if it becomes everything, if it be, then it, it will become the scariest thing. And
1: that's what happens to us, yep. right? It becomes everything.
2: Because we think about it, how many times a minute?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember seeing the chart and trying to see where I I was on on that chart, right. and yeah. it wasn't on the good side. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you want the world to know about what it means to be, to be a person who stutters?
2: So, I I just think like the the obvious surface answer is to me is excuse me my stutter is is not a reflection of me being scared of talking to you right now right like that's like a sign that's like that like i'm not i'm not scared i'm not nervous uh i'm i might be nervous because i'm stuttering but i'm not right i'm not stuttering because i'm nervous i'm not stuttering yeah 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 i mean yeah i, I know uh yeah exactly yeah so and and so like that's my that's my top top sign that I want to write and, and just hold up and, and be like it's it's not even about you <laughs> <laughs> so, don't, so don't you worry about it yeah. uh, this is about me this is about me and like every I I want I also being in the room that we were in in May, people don't understand that every person who stutters they're they have a different like it's not like, if your leg hurts so you're limping it's like you're like the severity of a stutter the type of stutter it's not just a it's not a one thing it's not one thing it's like everybody who stutters has a different way of, of stuttering um, i've noticed
1: that everybody stutters a little bit differently yeah. so when different you meet colors. somebody
2: who stutters and then you meet some and and the, and because i i a lot of times get get told that i don't stutter when i say that i stutter Right. I tell somebody that I stutter and they say no you don't. Um yeah. or they say me too.
1: Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um and when I want I want people to know that my stutter and my cousin Jack's stutter are two different stutters but we both are stutterers and it's different but it's the same. It's just it,
1: the, the, some of the shame. some of the sh- same is the shame. Yeah. It, it, some the 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 way we feel like in Joe Donaher's new book uh, called I, I I Got Next, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he has a chapter about the experiences of Calvin all through the day. Um, and the experiences include uh, reading out loud in class and and uh, looking ahead. How many paragraphs are going to get to you? Yep. I don't know anybody I've talked to who stutters who hasn't done that.
2: It's it's the. It's the story that whenever I've been in a group of people who stutter, and and you you may ask, uh, tell me about a time that you stuttered. It's the first story told in every setting. It's it is a story by a different person every time, and and everybody's like, oh, you too? <laughs> yes. And everybody else is like, you too? You? Everybody's just like,
1: oh, yes. Yeah well i we, oh,
2: we've all been it. We, we call
1: them been. we call them nuclear experiences yeah. They're their experiences in our life trauma it, yep. it it's as it's as closest thing to any trauma that um i've had uh yeah. that um i mean and i i only now can i talk about it without mm-hmm. sort of tearing up i mean it's yeah. been like an emotional journey doing these podcasts to sort of help me
2: yeah
1: help me through that i tell people this podcast it. It's partially my therapy, of course, Yeah, you know, to get yeah. through and, and shed, shed the weight off my shoulders, get the mm-hmm. monkey off my back.
2: So now like, I, you're, you're, you're speech in front of 250 people, you're second and third line. I'm a person who stutters. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you like, wow. I thought a lot about, Will and I, I was going to do that. And you know, it didn't seem like you even thought a second about it, Brian it seemed like you're like. And I'm saying that and then we're moving on. You know why? Because <laughs> if I didn't do it, I would have been a fake. I would have been,
1: I would have been just my old self, yep. Hiding and pretending, you know. Um, but I wanted to make it real. Yeah. And uh, so now I tell as many people <laughs> as I can <laughs> that I stutter. And I often to, like I, I told my brother Michael the other day, I was telling him about it, he goes, I said, Do I talk too much about stuttering now? Cause I don't want to do it, he said, no, not at all. I it's great.
2: It's, it's great. You have I, the, it's because you have the nolan uh. Uh, Sneezer, Gene.
1: I do. I do. I sneeze. You sneeze sneeze like everyone (laughs) else. You just share. You You can't stop talking about something you believe in and all that. Today, I was on a phone call um, with uh, an accountant. It was actually an accounting firm. And this one accountant in front of all of us was presenting a valuation of a business. And he stuttered. And he stuttered fairly severely. And you know what that's like, Kev, and right? You,
2: and you and you're like, oh, I
1: know. Hey, this is so cool. Yeah. Uh, so immediately after, I had to reach out
2: to him. Of course you did, man. One on one.
1: You're gonna hear him on a podcast. Pretty oh, soon. nice. Cool. California accountant partner, who's doing valuation, and he didn't let it stop him, and that yeah. was great.
2: Yeah, I've uh, I've actually started to a couple years ago. I started doing that as well. If I noticed somebody who stuttered i made it a point and usually it didn't it wasn't it usually went nowhere because they weren't that interested in, in they're talking. not
1: ready yet a lot of people aren't ready yet yeah. and I, I i hear things all the time well it really doesn't bother me that much i'm like come on are you yeah. telling me it bothers me Are you really, in your <laughs> I mean, life i mean much that it bothers me <laughs> yeah are you telling me that it didn't bother you yeah i'm i think you just haven't addressed it yeah that's what i think yeah. uh, and they're just sort of, sort of masking it over. Yeah, definitely. Well, Kev, um, I want to thank you for this, this time together. It was pretty authentic. It was not small talk, dude, you went deep. Well thought out. You're well thought out, man. See, ever listening, this is why Kevin's one of my favorite people. <laughs> so, Thanks, uh, I really, really appreciate you and you, you being on this and all the future work you're going to do for the, for the Nolan Sterling Foundation. Long after I'm
2: gone, I have to have a succession plan. What is you know you? What's with all of these men in their sixties? Long after I'm gone statements. Jeez, <laughs> Louise, you and my dad. All it's all you guys say. I got a while to go. I I got a while to go. I'm
1: not going anywhere. But
2: uh. Uh, it's an honor to be here, Brian. Um, I, I I I do struggle with the imposter syndrome of it all. But I I, I am I am a person who stutters, and it is a it is. A part of my life, minutely. Um, And so to have an opportunity to talk about it and and to talk about it in a light that I feel good about. Tremendous. So,
1: you know, so continue to be bold, continue to be brave. Thanks, man. We appreciate you, man.
2: You too, Brian, by the way.
1: Thanks, Kev. Bye now. All right. No one
0: stuttering foundations or NSFs primary purpose is to bring young people who stutter together and help them become the best versions of themselves. We do this through programming design to help them share and navigate the unique communication and psychological challenge they experience. NSF helps Prepare young people to take the next step in their lives, whether it's high school, college, or or your your career. For ideas and and contributions to the podcast, contact us at info at nolansf.org.